I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 76, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters and monsters adjacent. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. So, Tivis, please tell everybody out in the Monsterverse, verse, verse. How you been, man? I've been pretty good, actually, so. <laughs> awesome, what? awesome. Um, Real quick, before we dive on into everything that we got to do, we can go do our dirty work in the social media aspect of everything. You can find the MonsterCast on all social media platforms as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or X, and also nope. YouTube via the MonsterCast. You can also see our pretty ugly faces every Monster Monday via YouTube.com slash at the MonsterCast. You can also go over to themonstercast.com or just the monstercast.com actually <laughs> and check out all of our fun content over there vlogs v videos audio everything that we do over there on the right hand side of your screen is a little microphone icon where you can click and leave us a voicemail as long as you want as long as it is monsters related uh, you can also go over to themonstercast.com slash merch and visit our merch shop and pick up an awesome tee. Are you even wearing one of our tees today, Tivis? I can't tell because no, I know it's I'm not. All right. Yeah. I am wearing a Nick Cage Superman shirt, by the way. Um, <laughs> what, what, what is the, the quantifier there for a message about the monsters? Are we getting stuff that you're not telling me? <laughs> uh, we'll dive into that later. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we'll boy. talk about that offline. <laughs> um, then you can also email us over at themonstercast at outlook.com. Email us all of your monster stories, content. If you want to try and get on the show, if you know anyone who wants to try and get on our show, please contact us. You can also hit us up on patreon.com slash themonstercast if you really, really want to. I am doing this for Tivis because we need to go faster than we have been. <gasps> That's it. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your pod catcher choice. Is that what you always say, Tivis? Yeah, that's what they're called. I don't know these things. I'm an old grumpy man. Call me Red Four Man. They're almost 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> According to my art museum, that takes you out of modern art. You can also go over to the Monstercast. TheMonsterCast.com slash watch the monsters today, which takes you to archive.org and you can watch along with us every Monster Monday as we go through the new Monsters Today show. Well, not really new. It's about what, 20, 20 some years old? I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. 1989. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can watch along with us over 24. there, guys. You can also, now they have the pilot. The unaired pilot is actually the last episode of season one on the website there. But you can also swing on over to, again, uh, youtube.com slash at the MonsterCast and check it out on our page as well and show us some love in the comments over there. 
Is that everything? I think I did everything. Oh yeah, it is our two-year anniversary of the MonsterCast today. On this day that this is airing. So, thank you all for tuning in, and we appreciate everybody for listening for the last two years of our craziness. All mm-hmm. right, Tivis, what do we have going for today since we are not watching an episode? We have a very special guest. Uh, many fans out there, uh, you know, on the interwebs will know him as Cousin Frank. I can't do the applause. There we go. We'll have yeah, we don't have button. soundboard. <laughs> I do. I just don't have it hooked up today. Please don't. <laughs> I really, I can't get to it because of like five action figures in front of it. <laughs> Thank God for Welcome. your hobby. Welcome, Frank, to the Munster cast. Uh, uh, people who don't know, Frank has uh, been communicating with us for almost the two years that we've been doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, tuning into some of the early episodes and being like, these guys are crazy and they love the monsters. It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> and then eventually I just sent you so many messages that there was either two conclusions, one, a restraining order, and two, you'd get me on the show eventually. So glad to be here. And that there's not a restraining order. Well, just wait until after the show. The restraining order's coming, I think, in like two days. Yeah. Perfectly. By, by, the time, by the time this airs there. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for having me on, guys. It's great to yeah, be here. Man. Well, thank you for showing up. Um, we are great to have you. We wanted to, because we know you have a an affinity for the Monsters Today show specifically, for sure. Um, we wanted to make sure that we had enough episodes under our belt before we got you on to talk about that. So, because uh, I know you've been and, and asking over the last few months, and then we're just like, just, well, to be very transparent, <laughs> we tried to do this way back at the beginning of summer, but then everything yeah. went to shit for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 same here, same here. <laughs> I think everything went to shit for like the majority of the world, but uh, it's only us. We're very narcissistic here. We do a podcast. Come on. We have to be narcissistic. <laughs> well, the show don't happen if we can't do it and we couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So summer, summertime kind of sucked for us, but it was great that we were able to watch the entire first season and then be able to talk to you a little bit on it. Um, no spoilers for the last two seasons, please. <laughs> Although you, I think you've given us a few spoilers on Facebook here and there in the comments. So. Yeah, that, that was very much my fault because um, a lot of the content I was posting without thinking that you guys hadn't seen the monsters today because yeah. most people, most people have. Um, right. At least that I've spoken to in the, the, the fan burst. So I felt really bad when I realized I was like, darn, what have I done? Um, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Hopefully, it's nothing too major because there's still a lot of really cool stuff to come up and a lot of new family members, mm-hmm. a lot of new storylines, and a lot of really cool things. Um, and I've got some things as well that I've managed to dig out quite recently from speaking to some of the, the cast and crew from behind the scenes over the years. I've looked back through my archives and some okay. things that maybe some people don't even know yet. Um, and I have that um, cassette tape mm-hmm. of Al Lewis, when I used to call them, um, that I'll give to you guys to have on the show as well because um, I've my stalking of monster people started in the 90s when I was a kid when I got into the show and I basically realised Al Lewis had a restaurant in New York made a phone call from the UK that cost like $600 Um, (laughs) my parents nearly had a heart attack I was like 11 years old and they got the phone bill and they were like who called New York in the middle of the night and I was like I don't know 
Dad, you start- <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, exactly, Dad. Why did you do that? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, anything you guys want to know or... Um, yeah. I'm actually curious. Did, try not to give spoilers. Did they ever actually find out it was you that did the phone call? Eventually, um, I think it was my 20th birthday. Um, I got really drunk. No, it was my 21st, actually, and I got really drunk and confessed to my dad and said, you know that phone call? It was me, and he was like, he said, well, yeah, I phoned up the restaurant after it to ask who it was. It may have cost me another £600 to do it, but I wanted to know who it was. And he said, this this guy answered the phone, and right away I recognised that it was Grandpa from the Monsters. And I thought, who done that? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, um, what was it on? I think it was the the documentaries that we had watched, the mini docs. I think, I don't remember if we posted them on our face, our YouTube or not, but they had talked about uh, Al Lewis's restaurant and stuff and how um, Fred Wynn did the artwork and everything for the logo yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that was in, um, that was definitely in those documentaries that are part of the box set. If you guys haven't picked the it up, we've set, been talking yes. about it forever. Yes, the original series box set, yeah. Um, well, which we don't have one for this show. You could have it on the bottom. Why don't you have it on the bottom there? You don't want... No, Here we that's go. not it. The Monsters box set. There you go. You can go to themonstercast.com slash Monsters box set to buy that same box set that Tivis was just talking about. Great box set. Dude, we should do it episodes is. more at night. I have a little bit more energy. <laughs> I just got off work. <laughs> I think I would till, kill Tivis if we did that. <laughs> oh, uh oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> he popped out for a second. Um, so, oh, go ahead. Go on, Tivis. Well, I was just gonna say. So, uh, you you called Al Lewis as a as a youngster, but how did it get like the the monsters today kind of come into your life? Yeah, um, it was, I I was about eight years old at the time and I'd actually had an accident that had left me paralysed for two years. So, and this was in the 80s when there wasn't much to do. Um, Mm. You know, if you were, if you weren't able to go up and down stairs, there was no like wheelchair access, there was no anything. So my parents made a makeshift kind of bedroom in the living room for me. And my mum wheeled in the big television from the front room. And so one of these big TVs, it's massive. The back of it's massive. It gives you radiation poisoning. Um, And just sitting up at night, I was watching old reruns of horror movies like Frankenstein, Dracula, The Wolfman, all the classics from Universal. And then flicking through the channels, I came across the monsters today. And I still remember the episode. Um, It was the flyweight champion one where Eddie fights Mm -hmm. the school bully. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought that's the monsters, but it's in color. And so I thought this is quite the concept of it—that it was modern day, that it was the same characters just in different scenarios. So I started watching it, and um, I was really into monsters. I was really into making my own movies and writing my own scripts at the time. And just as I started to get back on my feet, um, they didn't think I would ever walk again. Um, they actually said to me, um, "You know, your chances of walking are pretty slim." You, you might never walk, you'll at least you'll be in pain the rest of your life. Um, and so the episode that came on around that time is the one where Marilyn made the movie with the family. And mm. she does the whole Star Trek thing and Grandpa's like Darth <laughs> Vader and stuff. It's so funny. Um, and I thought, yeah, I need to get myself a camcorder and make a movie. And yeah. so 
asked my dad's best friend next door if I could borrow his camcorder. Um, and I still have it to this day and started making movies, um, becoming a fan of the Monsters today, myself and my friends at school. Because when it came out, everyone was talking about it. Everyone at school, there was the fan clubs, there was the magazines, there was the merchandise. It was quite heavily heavily populated in Scotland and across the UK. Um, it was on sort of before school, after school, um, kind of that kind of thing. And then at the weekends, they'd show reruns and it was on at a kind of time that was targeted towards kids. Mm. And the monsters itself, people knew of it, but because it was black and white, it didn't really interest a lot of kids. I, I watched mm -hmm. it the same as I did The Adams Family, so I didn't know of it, but it wasn't until I saw the monsters today that I thought that, I mean it's filmed in a very different way it's filmed like a live theatre show it wasn't you know cut action stop retake cut action retake the way they filmed it in front of the audience was beginning to end story all the special effects were live when Howard Morton would turn into grandpa that was practical special effects on the stage and then he'd jump out from the side and do the bat thing so it intrigued me how different it was to the monsters but still the same and the mm -hmm. premise of it, that it was this family suspended in time, that kind of thing really intrigued me. And I thought, well, what, what's the director? What do they do? How did they transform these characters? Who writes the scripts? So I started going to the library and just reading about different shows being made, uh, different programs like The Monsters, the history of the Universal Monsters, the way that they had become so prevalent in the 60s and become um, you know, this monster hit um, with comedy on the edge of it. And so I started researching and I grew up with the show. It was on until 2001 in Scotland um, and we didn't get the episodes in order, which was a nightmare. I know for you guys, because they've not been kind of aired in order, you guys yeah. were like, yeah, there's Howie, then there's the Nelsons, but they've already <laughs> been introduced. What's going on? It was very much the same here, but because the episodes weren't weekly and sometimes there'd be a lot of reruns over the summer, um, we didn't actually get the final episode until 1997. Um, oh, which wow. was, for us, we didn't realise it wasn't in production, but um, right. since the early 90s, I'd been in contact with the cast. I'd joined the fan club. Um, you know, I got the magazine, I subscribed. Um, I got a couple of the really, the, the action figures, which were awful because they were like, so cheaply made. Um, <laughs> I don't even think there's surviving pictures of them online anymore from the monsters today because they were so cheaply made. Um, we had the magazine, I joined the fan club. I was lucky enough to connect with Howard Morton um, when he was still around. Um, managed to connect with Lee Merriweather, John Shuck. Um, and I remember the the letter I got from Howard when I sent the first letter, the one that he sent back was, well, the show's not been on here in a very long time. I mean, we finished it a long, long time ago. Um, and, you know, it would be, you know, that that was me. I, I retired as an actor after that. Right. So it was, it was I was quite shocked because we didn't have the internet, so there was no way to know how many episodes there were. Um and how long it would go on. For me, I was hoping it would be forever, but um, alas not. But it was still one season longer than the original series. And mm -hmm. when they when they brought it out here again in the 90s, they actually repackaged the original series with the new show and the movies oh. all together. So it was just like the monsters on every channel. You could yeah. turn on any channel in the UK and the monsters in some form would be on it, which was fantastic. Now, did they ever do like a a full-on DVD release for the Monsters Today with you guys? 
No, not yet. We okay. had VHS, um, right. which are so hard to get a hold of. Um, I think there was only the first three that we had. Yeah, I see it. I, I've ordered that one. <laughs> I'm so jealous. This one I, is custom made by me, actually. Oh, is that the one? Oh, okay. Yeah. I There's one made- online. This one and the one that Tivis has. Like, I took some of the imagery from the internet. Yeah. But it's like a thick case because it holds, what, 16 discs, I think? or No, 10. Yeah. Universal, so 10. there's a lot of people that will pay for one. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, been, I've just been in touch with Universal about this, and they said they're actually considering a release of the Monsters today because ooh, of the podcast. I sent them a to. link, and I said to them, you need to check out these guys doing this podcast. Um, there's a lot of life in the Monsters. Um, yeah. You know, with Zombie doing the the, the remake, um, mm. the reimagining, you know, you've got a lot of life in this. So hopefully the licensing department are going to go on this and get it out on DVD. Right. Um, and hopefully as well, my TV channel is going to be re-airing it in Scotland as well. So that's something to look forward to in the new yeah. year. Well, Universal definitely do that because I've been asked many a times by people on Twitter, hey, where can I buy that? Or, hey, will you sell me one? And I am not getting in trouble with those laws, so of course not. <laughs> <laughs> a very dark tunnel to dig yourself there you would have to go underground and you know forget anyone you love and know and just <laughs> like sell the dvds under the black market and because right. they take that kind of stuff so seriously they really do mm-hmm. yeah they have to do the the whole scam that they did with uh, ebay years ago just a money launder stuff except dvd laundering <laughs> just dude <laughs> it happened to me i actually ordered um i can't remember what, what it said it said um 72 no sorry 72 episodes 10 discs as pictured in the uh-huh. ebay i thought well i've got them all taped on vhs and i've got them copied to dvd but i don't have an official release this is as close as i would get in 2005 yeah. so i bought one you know feeling like very trepidatious as i clicked buy now on ebay because i knew it was going to yeah. be fake um but then they actually sent me a laminated picture of the dvds for like 70 dollars not the actual DVDs, and it said as pictured because they sold me a picture. And I felt like, and I can't even ask for my money back because I'm not going to get it back because technically it's not legal. Um, I was gutted about that. Gutted. So the only one I found that was like a decent legitimate one, I I pulled out all of my, there's too many DVDs now for the monsters. <laughs> um, not enough. Was, I don't like Universal here. You say that, Mike. There's not enough DVDs. Of the yeah, there's not enough Universal. DVDs. I mean, but this <laughs> one right here, and then but the covers in. I think it's is it French? Or is it it looks Italian? Like, Italian. Oh, I would say a, Spanish. So, <laughs> I, I believe it was Italian. Yeah, that's the one. I also tried to buy that, and somebody got thirty bucks out of me, and I never got it. So, but it's, oh, it's no. only it was only two discs, and I think there's only like a couple episodes on it, at, and there's not a whole lot on it at yeah. all. And it kind of bummed yeah. me out, and that's when I started searching more and more and more deep down until I was like, "All right, we're just I'm gonna make my own." Yeah, <laughs> and said screw it. Um. Which is has been helpful, especially watching along. Because, I mean, bef- when we started, they hadn't had it on the archive.org yet. So yeah. a lot of people were like, well, where do we watch this? Where do we watch this? I'm like, I mean, I can try and direct you, but I can't really 
tell you exactly because there's not really a legitimate place. It's yeah. basically hit or miss and take your chance type of thing. Yeah. So like it, like you guys said. Time. Yeah. Because like I know you, one of the episodes that they didn't have was the one. Um, oh, I can't say because that's a spoiler. Can't tell you that. You know, that's <laughs> what episode number? Um, so there's there's a episode um, with a very prolific guest star who um, actually requested to be on the show um, mm. and oh. bugged his agent to get him on the show. Like a lot of people did in the nineties, it was. Yeah. Um, I, even a lot of people that didn't appear on the show but came to the set. I mean, Michael Jackson was on the set of the episode where Eddie done the moonwalk. Um, oh, Michael yeah. Jackson actually requested to be there for that because um, originally they were going to do an appearance of Michael Jackson on the show, but then they, I, I don't know if it was, something didn't work out schedule-wise, something like that, but he was still there for one of the tapings. Um, right. Pee Wee Herman was frequently on the set. He loved the Monsters today. He knew the cast oh. very well. Yeah. Rest um, in peace. George, George W. Bush went to the set. Um, <laughs> really? He was such a big fan of, he was a big fan of the Monsters. There are some photos out there, um, and I have some on a disc that I'm going to look out. Um, but yeah, so there were so many people that were just, the Monsters was an institution and the fact that it was back and that you could go and watch it being recorded and it had some really no notable stars of the time. John Sharkley, Meriwether, Howard Morton had just found fame um, being on Gimme a Break. So he just got his big break, pardon the pun, um, and ended up as grandpa on the show. So it was, there was a lot of, you know, excitement around the show and, you know, a lot of different things happened on the show. Um, you probably noticed the makeup changed slightly episode mm. to episode mm -hmm. sometimes and there was like you know differences on the you know the writing staff um there was a lot of actually timed wise it was uh, around the time of the 80 89 writer strike and that actually affected okay. the monsters today so yeah. it went on hiatus and that's why there's some episodes where hillary's not in it because the actors were also on strike um right. so hillary was um with a certain agency so there's some where she's just not in it Somewhere mm. she's not in it, she wasn't cast yet. Obviously, the pilot had made that change, but um, right. yeah, then she wasn't in it for a few episodes, and then everything uh, went all right. And so it was a crazy time to be um, at Universal Studios, and it was it would have been great to see a taping of the show. I have to say that would have it's, been. Yeah, I, it's definitely interesting to see it come like almost full circle just just by coincidence because we're watching it right now and the same strikes are going on right now <laughs> mm -hmm. which is Absolutely. doing the exact same things to a lot of content here uh i don't know yeah. about you guys there do you, you guys aren't uh no they're still good we're not on strike but um there's talk of a, a pending strike right um there's actually already two years worth of productions already backlogged because of COVID. Yeah. Um, then there was delays because the government lost a lot of money in commercial television. Um, you know, there was a lot of things that shouldn't have been spent mm. in certain places. So um, television, the business model is changing here. We now have Netflix and Amazon Prime being quite disruptive with their own programming, but that's through the US, which is on strike. So a lot of productions have been shelved fully. Today there was actually a broadcast um, from Channel Four put out saying they're not going to, which is one of our big terrestrial broadcasters. Mm -hmm. They've said they're not going to be looking at any major new content until twenty twenty five. Oh jeez! Um, and eighty percent of their workforce in television is out of work right now in the UK, yeah. which is just disgraceful. Uh, it's just a, awful. Yeah, <laughs> this is a little off topic, but uh, Doctor Who. Do you know if it's still going to air on? Uh, do you get BBC Two? Yeah, as far as I know, as far as I know, everything's okay. okay. 
Um, but I will say things could change in a pinch. It really, really <laughs> could. Um, reports that I read two or three days ago are already outdated today yeah. because yeah. the industry is just, it, no one knows what's happening. Um, yeah. I'm quite lucky because as well as doing, you know, television and film, I also do commercial work. I do some work with communities. Um, mm. I do a lot of um, local television, which isn't in the same unions. There's a lot of different um <clears throat> industry niches that yeah. I do so because of yeah. that it's not affected me as badly as it could have a lot mm. of people I know are having to sell their house and just yeah. basically move back in with their parents and this is people who a year ago were like snorting coke off of like prostitutes <laughs> um, you know and they're hard up now they're having to sell all their gold medallions and things like that and life has just slapped them in the face I mean kind of deserve it a little bit I'm joking but um right. The industry has changed so much that people who were literally able to go and do all sorts of things two years ago, you know, post-COVID as well, can yeah. now. It's just so awful. Well, yeah. it, it doesn't help that the studios realize like, oh, well, we really weren't doing anything during COVID and we still made a crap load of money. What's the, mm -hmm. We can wait the strikes out, basically, is what they're trying to say. Yeah. yeah now, because the studios... Great with, uh, WB. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, they just bought way too much stuff right before the strike started to happen, mm -hmm. too, and tried to merge way too much crap, unfortunately. Yeah, the reason I asked that question is because, you, like you said, there's, there's going to be a shortage of shows coming up, and we got major companies out there with these private streams that are purchasing up what is available still. So yeah. I was curious if like they're locking stuff away and stuff like that's going on. But Netflix is definitely getting all of the like korean films and shows and stuff like well, they're locking maybe all not that anymore. stuff down <laughs> oh it, things are so crazy it's hard to tell where we'll be in five years time but yeah mm -hmm. it, to anyone that's watching this who works in the industry there's a lot of people who um monsters fans actually happen to work in the tv industry yeah so if there's anyone out there you know just make sure you're thinking of plans a b c and d Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of doing the same um, I actually have a show that I pitched before COVID and get picked up for a pilot that's actually based on the monsters and if it was greenlit would sort of be a, a, a kind of tie-in in, in the same way that the Golden Girls and in fact do you guys know about that do you guys know about the monsters today and Golden Girls being set in the same universe no, no I didn't know that one I didn't know this either until the other day and I was speaking to another fan and I thought Really? Because um, Golden Girls is a show that I'd never seen. Um, With, really, did they, share, did, did they share a character or something? Yes, they did. Um, the, oh, the, delivery men, the, the, the delivery men, the restaurant owners, and um, what was the other one? Um, I think it was the guy that came to fix the plumbing that was in like two or three episodes. The characters all have the same names. They're all played oh. by the same actors. They were all with the same agency, and then um, uh -huh. a, lo a lot of um, Golden Girls supporting actors actually turn up in uh, Monsters Today. Nanette Fabre, um, uh, oh my goodness, the guy that played Roger Nelson, um, forgive me, I've forgotten his name, but they found out that it's actually in a shared universe, and that was apparently quite well known because um, one of the producers of Golden Girls, his wife worked on Monsters Today. And I'm like, that is so odd. I never knew that was a thing. Um, again, because I didn't know Golden Girls, so when mm -hmm. I saw it and I thought, I recognise that guy's voice, I recognise he's kind of 
yeah, I recognise the, the kind of <laughs> pinafore he's wearing. I'm like, yeah. that's the same guy. And then I asked someone about it the other day, and they're like, did you not know that? And I was like, no. And I thought I knew everything about Monsters today. Right. Um, so it was quite cool. I can't remember. I had a point about that, and I've forgotten the point now. That was leading me on to my next point. <laughs> no, nope, it's gone. Sounds yeah. like you just set up our next uh, show to watch. <laughs> Yes. Not doing a Golden Girls show. (laughs) I mean, nothing against Golden Girls. I've watched the crap out of it, but no, I think my wife would kill me (laughs) if I started that I'm just imagining the intro to it. I'm Mike Struess, and I'm Tivis, and you're listening to The Golden Boys with the Golden Girls theme (laughs) in the background. Only if we, like, dress like Goldmember from Austin Powers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say always oh, be dressed like Golden Girls, and I just pictured you with a nice tight arm and you know one of those really ostentatious dresses on. My mind automatically went to uh, the dark side. <laughs> so, getting us back. Towards, if we do anything uh, first, Tivis, we're doing Matlock. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I know you. As long as it's not Lassie, we can agree on that. Um, you said you were kind enough to send us a bunch of photos, and I'd like to uh, go through. Yeah, them. Um, let's see. Let's go with the one I already accidentally clicked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's from Howard. That's um, one of the first ones I'd got. Um, basically just saying, you know, we finished the show a long time ago. I've retired. Um, he's enjoying the quiet life. And actually, I, I didn't ever speak to him on the phone, um, but he did write me a lot of letters, which I still have. And I'll send you guys some of them I have because um, he was kind enough to send me autographs. Um, he sent me a pair of gloves that I still have um, that he actually wore on the show that he kept after the show finished filming. So I still have the original gloves that he sent me that he wore um, I'm not sure if it was through all the episodes or whether they had multiple pairs, but I still have them. And I remember um, when Karen Swerling, the costume designer on the show, she worked on a project over here in the UK with me um, many years after Monsters Today finished. Um, and she said to me, when she, she took the gloves and she said, they actually smell like Howard. They actually <laughs> still smell like Howard. I remember he always smelled like, you know, like talcum powder, like baby <laughs> fresh smell they actually still smell and she, she was actually crying she was like it's because she, she was very good friends with him before he passed away mm-hmm. and she said it's after all these years been able to smell your friend I'm making that sound so creepy and strange <laughs> it wasn't it was a really beautiful moment I swear oh, we've got a cat bursting into the set this is Charlie say hi Charlie Charlie does that one attack you? not as much as I think he would like to um, he just meows a lot and wants a lot of food all the time. He yeah, likes his food. <laughs> Timothy is always being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it, it actually um, was becoming a source of amusement, almost like get a bingo card on this episode where Timothy's legs get attacked. Attacked. Will it be today or, you know, is that going to be the episode after? Like, get your monster cast bingo card for Timothy getting attacked by the kitty. <laughs> we should totally uh, do <laughs> Well, the door's locked today, so it ain't happening. If, man. We, if we ever get out to cons, we should have that as merch to sell. <laughs> the bingo card for Tibbs' stretch legs. Screenshot my pained face. And then on the backside, they can be like a scratch off where they see your scratched up legs. <laughs> um, you also sent us some photos of your collection here, so I'm going to go ahead and show some of those off. Yeah. So that's um, a hybrid Ghostbusters Monsters collection. Um, you can see the joke book there in the middle, the Monsters joke book, which is mm-hmm. shaped like a coffin. The oh, jokes in it awesome. are awful. It's like dad joke central. Right. So, you know, Mike, you'll probably love it. Um, 
I only realised about you know a week ago that it actually says the author's name is Be Warmed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I get it. Like you know, twenty years later, I got it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and I don't know if you can see the monster coach there. Um, one of the in one of the boxes. Um, it's actually got mm-hmm. little cardboard cutouts of the monsters today cast that come with it. Um, oh. which was quite cool. It was um, a limited release. And I actually got that from uh, Robin Shelby and Sean Spence. Robin Shelby played Slimer in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got that um, as a kind of get well present for me when I was ill back in 2014. I'd gotten the chicken box. Um, I couldn't make it to set. So I opened it and it's actually signed by George Barris. They actually waited in line for like four hours to get him to sign it, um, which <laughs> was incredible. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Butch, I, I met Butch last, right before last Christmas. And he's, oh, wow. he's just a great guy. He was in town. Um, he was just doing like a little table signing meet and greet thing at a comic shop in town, comic toy shop. And uh, I just went in there and, People were walking past him left and right, and I was like, "Hey, dude!" And I got him to sign like uh, the podcast shirt and everything. So that one's like retired now. I had to get a new one to wear around. Did you frame <laughs> it yet? I didn't frame it yet. No, because I want to try and get more of the actors. Like, I want to try and send it. I'm gonna try and see if I can send it out to Roebuck if I can't like just hook up with them on set or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am trying to reach out to them to get, like, next time they're shooting in Florida to try and work on yeah, one of his movies with them. Studio's not far from you, so. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, but they shoot everywhere, so they shoot, like, yep. everywhere. <laughs> so it's it's kind of hectic, and I'm like, I don't know if I can drive to the middle of the country just to shoot a movie for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, he just I had think a the solution there is get you guys all to Scotland. You, Butch, Roebuck. Yeah. Like Tevis's cat, get your ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what else? There was a thing that you sent us. Oh, this something you built this. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, it's made out of um, cereal boxes and coffee stirrers. It's um, yeah. a two-scale replica of the Monster Mansion that's at the Universal House of Horrors, which is the one they used on Monsters Today, the scale model. So this that's has got awesome. all the rooms inside it. Um, it lights up, the stairs open. That's um, pictures of it being constructed. So, okay. yeah, it took me about four and a half years because I get very distracted by other things. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it's got, so that's um, Grandpa's lab I've started working on. So that's got the coffin, the thing with the eels that hang through. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started working on that. So hopefully I have that finished before Halloween. Nice. Um, yeah, but someone asked me the other day, they said, why did you make it? And I was like, why not? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why I've done it. I just, I just got bored and had lots of cardboard boxes and decided to do it. Yeah. I think it's because I want to own the house. Um, no one in the city council will let me build a real one. So the next best thing is make one out of cardboard and, you know, yeah. just lots of hairspray on it to make it really solid so it doesn't fall down. And, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 
That's why you just do what I, you know Rob had to do and just build the front of the house somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> just build it in front awful. of your place. <laughs> do you know, I, I would if you know everyone that knew me wouldn't disown me completely, but <laughs> and also move out and never come back. But um, yeah, I thought that the job they done, the production designers on the new movie, yeah. were spot on with the house. It was absolutely identical to the original at Universal Studios. Oh, it was yeah. so well done. When and I saw that, it, I was like, my eight year old said was just like ah so of all oh go ahead Mike. I, I was gonna question for you guys the rob zombie monsters movie does it play, take place in the 60s or the 70s <sighs> i say with all the colors the 70s <laughs> yeah i was confused myself because they haven't had eddie yet so i can only think alternative timeline that's right. the only thing i can think um and as well, because some of the, the kind of things are a little different with, you know, who some of the characters are yeah. and with their character traits, it was like a new interpretation. So I was like, I'm not sure. Well, I ran but, into a mm, uh, an interview that Rob Zombie did on the Eli Roth, I think it's Eli Roth's podcast. And he was talking about how he just, he does all of his films based in the seventies. So I was, got me thinking about the monsters and I was like, okay, so that makes more sense so, with the color scheme and the rock and hey, roll. Here's a question for you. Um, the t- the I can't, you've seen this movie way more than I have, Mike. <laughs> when uh, Grandpa's watching the TV, uh-huh. is it in black and white or color? Which time? Any either time. Oh, yeah. no, it's in black and white at the beginning when they do the comedy show. Um, yeah, and then there are colored spots on there but it's also hard because so, sometimes it's in black and white, but then they go into what the the TV is, and then it's in color. Yeah. So. Okay. It's hard to tell whether it's in the seventies or not. Yeah. So I think I've seen the movie twenty twenty five times now, I think. Going from my uh, history of Doctor Who and my fan of that uh, fandom of that. I know around the seventies is when the BBC started switching all of their shows to color because color TVs had become uh more common. Well, I mean, we had colored TVs even in the sixties. Oh yeah, well, yeah, the, but that's the when it was, was like, just done in black and white to save that's money. That's when they made it standardized. Like I believe it was nineteen seventy exact when they switched over. Yeah, to- yeah. But there's like actually a cool comparison I saw. Um, I don't remember where online, but it was like clips from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses versus clips of the Munsters, and they were like almost perfect side by sides of each other like the color schemes the 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 black and white tv shows and stuff like that because because he even did zombo zombo was in black and white when rob zombie did that one too so yeah i i know people aren't happy with the coloring but I, even rob himself but i think it looks beautiful I love it. it's really nice it's yeah. very vibrant and you know mm-hmm. it's it's not just made for diehard monsters fans it's made for younger audiences to bring them into the fan yeah. and let them know it's their entry to that franchise well, just the same as for me it was the monsters today because there's right. so many people who are dead set against it um despite not al lewis as is typically so told online everyone says yeah al was asked to come back as grandpa and then you know or oh, and then they said he was too old and then this happened and all a bunch of hooey that didn't actually happen um there was contract laws in place that meant they couldn't ask al and al was actually heartbroken mm. not to be asked back to be grandpa um they did want an original cast but based on monster's revenge bombing and the tv ratings it didn't happen. So then in 1986, when the 
they made the the Monsters Today idea originally mm-hmm. it was going to be the new Monsters when that idea came about um, they wanted the cast but unfortunately they couldn't and they couldn't use the strength of the TV ratings to back up the fact that they wanted them and to pay that money so they had to cast for all new actors and then it was a very lengthy casting process 300 people tried out for Marilyn and that's just the ones that they went in the door. That wasn't just an open casting. There's yeah. so yeah. many people. Um, George Burns was um, initially pitched to be grandpa um, as well, which is, I can't see it exactly, but, you know, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was, um, do you guys know the story of how Howard got the job? No. Um, no. Grandpa. Oh, my God. This is actually quite a cool story. Um Howard had just done a really big movie with Burt Reynolds. Um, so he was kind of talk of the town. He was big on Broadway. He'd done a lot of shows and off-Broadway. So he he was doing a show called Give Me a Break, um, which used to air nights over here. So he was like a voice officer in it. And he was kind of like a subordinate, but quite funny, dry-witted, um, hmm. dim-witted as well, actually. It's a really good show. You should check it out. Um, it's kind of parallel to Car 55 and Al Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, it's, it's actually got some similarities to it. Um, it's more family-orientated than police, but <laughs> the characters are exactly the same, but just in reverse. Mm-hmm. So, um, And Al Lewis and Howard actually knew each other from way back um, before. Um, and Howard and Lee Meriwether, believe it or not, had actually been on the set in The Monsters when it was being filmed. It's so weird. Um, it, however, I do digress. Um, so Howard had um, been a contestant on a show, you guys probably know it better than I do, the $60 million pyramid, I think it's called. Um, I'm vaguely familiar. Yeah, there's some sort of game show about mm. a pyramid anyway. Um, mm. So Howard um, made Mary Cadaret that played Dee Dee Nelson, who Tivis hates. Um, <laughs> they were all kind of guests on that show. Um, so Howard was a guest on the show because of the movie just done with Burt Reynolds and the thing that he was doing with uh, Gimme a Break. And Lloyd Schwartz, the producer who reimagined the monsters in the modern day and done the pilot, um, you guys will know him from doing the Brady Bunch. They, they basically do anything with a family that's out of time. Mm-hmm. So the Brady Bunch being in the 90s, displaced, the Monsters being in the 90s, displaced. So Lloyd was flicking TV channels and he saw Howard and Howard done a kind of sort of impersonation of Grandpa from the Monsters. And Lloyd just put the phone down um, and sorry, picked the phone up and said, I need to find out who this actor is that's on TV at the moment. Can you find out who he is? This is Lloyd at Universal. And he called him in and he said, listen, I'm thinking of rebooting the Monsters and I saw your impression of Al Lewis. Could you come in and actually do that for camera? So Howard went to a costume shop, bought mm. a cape made out of you know black plastic, came in, done the audition and got the role before the show had even been greenlit. Oh, um, wow. And he was the only... He was the only one they ever considered to be grandpa. And nice. Al Lewis, as much as people say that, you know, Al hated the show, the only thing Al hated in the show was Herman's makeup and kind of storylines that maybe jumped the shark a little bit. Al was a big, big friends with Lee Meriwether and John Shuck. Um, he didn't like the makeup, but he mm. absolutely loved Howard. His words to me, which you'll hear on the tape when I send it to you, is, yeah, he makes an okay grandpa, almost as good as me. <laughs> and I was like, it's quite funny to say that. Um, yeah. I was a joker. Um, such a nice guy, though. And Howard as well. Howard was quite gentle, quite a soft soul. Um, and I actually have a few VHS tapes that I'll send you guys as well okay. of Howard on the pyramid telling them he'd just got a role on a reboot of The Monsters and showing them the first production images. Mm-hmm. 
on the game show. Um, and it was that episode that got Mary Cadaret cast as Dee Nelson. It, it's just, if these things hadn't happened in that order, the show would have been so different. Right. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's though. amazing. I, I, I always hate it when people were like, oh, this actor didn't like it, so I shouldn't like it. Yeah. They, they'll use that. They'll utilize. I mean, they do it to this day. You know, one actor that was in something five, ten years ago didn't like the new version or I'm just like, guys, can we get over that aspect of it? Well, I mean, we're seeing it, with, you know, uh, Frank and all three of us actually are, you know, fans of Power Rangers to certain extents. And, you know, Jason David Stop Frank who passed away. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are misconstruing what he said about not coming back to the character. He wanted to focus on his, you know, film that they were right. doing at the time. Right. Yeah. White Dragon, which is still not out yet for anyone curious. But so, yeah, they do it all the time. Oh, yeah. I knew Jason quite well. He, he, he used to get so frustrated. To get, we worked together quite a few times, and he'd get so annoyed about people misquoting him with anything to do with Power Rangers. Um, and sometimes, I mean, Jason was quite sarcastic, um, and he'd sometimes say things for a reaction. And when he said things, um, they'd quote him on that, but not the half-hour conversation they had before that, where he spoke from the heart about what mm. he actually really believed and wanted. And then they'll use the one inflammatory thing he said as a joke, and he was like, Come on, really? Um, mm. So that used to actually weigh down on him a little bit. We will have to get you back on for an Operation Babel because I would love to hear more of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm jumping the shot from Monsters to Power Rangers. Oh, so, no, you're um, fine, man. We do it all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Use, let's let's check this one out. It's uh, yeah. Shuck wearing Fred's uh, headpiece. Yeah, that's um, it's quite a rare photo. I think it's one from behind the scenes on Odu Odu Monster. I can't say it. I don't know how you say it. Um, but that one, um, the final episode in season one, that was actually the first episode to be recorded. Um, and you'll see that it's the same headpiece that Fred Gwynn wore, the same suit as well. Um, Karen Swirling, she actually was given access to the monsters. Um, warehouse that they had and she basically just went in and had to sew together the suit that they'd used on Monster's Revenge and they basically just threw it on uh, John Shock and said yeah try walking around as Herman and he, <laughs> he'd done it and it was it was great I think um, that episode in particular that's the one that Nanette Fabre guest starred in is um, the, the woman that falls in love with Herman and tries to seduce him with the TV that's positioned completely ridiculously mm-hmm. on the wall because that's not where you would sit to watch the TV I like that point you made guys um, but that episode was the first one to be filmed after the pilot and it was so monsters you could watch the 60s series then watch that and it's the perfect transition to the new show um, because it's just the the costumes the makeup um, 80% I think it was of the set was original from the original show mm-hmm. oh, um, wow. so the fire the, the fireplace the the only thing they couldn't save was the staircase that's the only thing they had to rebuild, and that's only because it fallen to pieces um, by the time they got it. So that's the only thing. The, the doors, um, the backdrop of Mockingbird Lane, most of the kitchen, yeah. um, the the bookshelves, the paintings on the wall, it's all from the original show. Um, and throughout the Monsters today until the very last episode, they still had the original pictures of Fred Gwynn of Onde Carlo on the set. Um, they wanted to keep the original actors alive on the set in some way which just was just such a nice homage uh to the original show because all of the actors the directors the producers they all loved 
the original show, much like Rob Zombie does um, mm. with the Monsters, there was so much love on the set of Monsters today that they just wanted to make sure they paid that homage to the classic show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for people too, like, um, I, because I didn't notice this before uh, rewatching. And, oh, geez. I'm sorry, guys. I have my phone set up as backup in case power goes out here because it's storming right now. Um, <laughs> so Same was, here. We're in Weather Watch. We've been told to expect a power outage tonight. Yeah. I got oh, the message two minutes before I, I joined online. So I was yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> the, I finally get to sit down and talk to you guys, like probably two of the most synergetic people I've ever met in my <laughs> life that I've talked to the monsters about without you falling asleep. Right. Um, then the power goes out. I'd be like, "Well, fuck." It's, I think it's raining <laughs> at all three places that we're all fucking living at right now. So it's, no, I'm good now. You're good now. Okay, <laughs> it's over with. Oh, um, anyways, for as for like Rob Zombie with the love of stuff, like I didn't notice this, and I've watched the movie many times. It wasn't until I just sat down and rewatched it like three nights ago, House of a Thousand Corpses. There's literally a scene in there where, you know, Otis and Grandpa are watching uh, the monsters oh, on yeah. TV. It was the Drag Race episode. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Or no, not the Drag Race. Sorry. It was the episode where uh, Herman's getting his license, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one where he goes to the little town. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, My such favorite a in the original. <laughs> Yeah, so that that made me very happy because it was Rob's first movie, and he still incorporated the monsters as best as he could. I mean, if you watch a lot of his movies too, he incorporates a lot of that stuff throughout a lot of mm-hmm. his movies. Like even just putting a little piece of something here and there that to uh, pay homage to the monsters, because I think he even did it in his Halloween movies as well. I think there's because you have um, uh, Daniel Roebuck. Uh, wears the Frankenstein costume, I think, in the first one or the second okay. one. I think it was. It might. I think it was the first one. He he was in the Frankenstein costume in the first. Uh, I think Halloween. that's one I haven't. I don't think I've seen that one. I'll need to check it out. Yeah, I love doing that stuff myself as a director when I'm on set. A lot of my projects. I don't know if you guys get you know any stuff from um, the UK over and the states, but anything of mine that you might have seen, like you know, mm-hmm. I always put something of the monsters in. Um, it's either on in the background, or there's a nod to it, or there's a character reference or a line. Yeah, you know, to to nod to the monsters. Um, I done a pilot episode quite recently where um, we're actually doing a full homage to the monsters with <laughs> the whole project. Um, Hopefully we will get Universal on side to join us with it, right. and it will be an official tie-in to the monsters. Okay. That was the point I was trying to make um, about the shared universe, because mm-hmm. then not only would I have a shared universe to the monsters, it would be a shared universe to the Golden Girls as well, <laughs> which I'm watching and quite enjoying. Yeah. Sophia is just brutal. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but when speaking- you finish that, I have to recommend Hot in Cleveland. It's kind of a spiritual successor. <laughs> Yeah, I saw some ads for that, and I thought, "Is that Betty White?" Mm. I thought, "Yeah, I need to watch that." Didn't last long, but it's great. I think they've got a channel for it on Pluto TV here in the UK. I don't know about in the US, but um, mm. they have um, a channel. And as far as I know, there's going to be a Monsters channel rolling out pretty soon. They've got an Adams Family one, yeah. which is twenty four seven Adams Family. The Monsters is set to follow. Um, I hope I'm allowed to say that. I think there was an announcement before already for that. I, I, I feel that if, not, if not, Mike, go back and bleep this. I think it was announced. If not, maybe it was something we potentially talked about. Yes. We've definitely talked about it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Because that would be good. I would love to see that. I would love to see the old episodes of the Monsters yeah. packed with the Monsters today. Because there's a lot of episodes where they actually, I mean, no spoilers, but they remake some old episodes. Uh-huh. It's the same episode. And they actually do things like, I can't believe this happened again, Herman. Yeah. Um, or like um, Herman says, oh, but that happened in the old show. <laughs> it breaks the fourth wall and it's actually quite funny. Um, so it would be good to see them backed up with each other. Right. Oh no. All right. How long has that been going on? Crap. Well, it wouldn't be our show without problems. <laughs> oh man. Come on. Sorry. It says you're out of space for your recording. So it stopped. Oh no. Oh no. Um, it should be fine. We should still be good. We got your audio backups, end. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. we should still be good on my end. All right. Um, moving forward, anyway. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's not the monster cast without something goofy going on. Chaos uh-huh. ensues. Chaos ensues. <laughs> Do you know? Since since you say that on a lot of the synopses for the episodes, like my my sister keeps telling me for saying that, and I keep just saying that when I have nothing to say about something, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and chaos ensues. And she's like, you keep saying that thing that that guy Mike does in that podcast. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah anyways uh I, <laughs> that's funny because <laughs> I've, I've i used to do the same thing i used to watch this guy on youtube and i always say like his tagline um uh it, it always pops out randomly um oh barely an inconvenience oh yeah okay oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you remind me a lot of that guy actually there's, you, you look a little similar to that guy yeah. I don't know if people said this to you before but you look very similar yeah. um, and you know actually that's a, that's a project I'm working on that whole barely an inconvenience yeah. kind of thing it's quite funny yeah, yeah. Um, everyone knows who you're talking about when they say it oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. except for my wife and kids because they don't get it <laughs> I'll be like oh yeah super easy barely an inconvenience and, and I just start laughing to myself because <laughs> I have nothing better to do in life <laughs> no, but are you being passive aggressive, Mike? <laughs> Always. Oh. <laughs> he quietly laughs to himself all the time, so it's nothing new. I do. I totally do. <laughs> I'll I'll sit here and I'll text Tivis a joke and then I'll just start laughing my ass off. And my wife is like, What are you doing? I'm like, I just said this to Tivis. <laughs> and it's a hundred percent something that Tivis is probably just shaking his head at. A lot of dad jokes. Yeah, you can just see Tevis like the cat hanging off his leg, just going, <laughs> Mike. Yes. Oh, people, send us your artwork of a cat hanging off of Tevis's leg <laughs> under the desk. Just, just make sure it looks like a cat and not a penis, because that would be awful. <laughs> you are opening the floodgates. Um. All right. So I want. You really are. I wanted to share this. This is technically abuse now, Mike. Uh, I wanted to share this picture too because we were talking about like Roebuck as um, Frankenstein, but you've dressed up as Grandpa. Yeah. So this is you. How old are you in this picture here? Uh, I think I was. My God, trying to do the math, and I'm 42 now. So it was about 10 years ago. So I was about 32 at the time. So um, that was when um, Karen Swerling, who was the original 
costume designer on the monsters and the, the on-air pilot of the monsters and then she came back from monsters today right she actually um came over and actually designed that costume for me that's um, awesome and we actually we had a party in her honor because um we were all big monsters fans yeah um we actually got to work with her as well so i share an imdb credit with her which is just awesome um and she's a lovely lady as well i need to connect you guys she'd be great to have on the oh, show yeah. her knowledge of the the show yeah that was us so i made um a headpiece for my brother uh-huh. so he became herman it kind of looks like a, a mr pringle mustache he's got there <laughs> as opposed to the shading because um <laughs> he was drinking a lot of like beer and it just started smearing down the side of his face but um, oh, yeah, that, was, that was us um reenacting that picture of uh harold and john so nice. that was our interpretation of it and by that point someone had stolen the earpiece that i had so i just literally took stuffing out of a cushion yeah and just stuck it inside my head but unfortunately the glue that I used actually stuck to my own hair and when I ripped it out I had no side bones for like three days luckily yeah that was very painful you could hear the scream in Illinois yeah oh that has to hurt yeah so that was some of us that's Karen on the bottom uh, right there Um, she's such a classy lady Um, so much love for the monsters she worked on the show worked on monsters today um she knew all the, the cast and crew very well she had no complaints about the cast and crew at all um okay j- just had such a great time um she left the show um after season one um she got her own show it's a show called rocky road i don't know if you guys might have seen it it was um mm. uh i've forgotten her name patricia arquette um okay yeah it was in it. Um, so it was a, quite a, a good show I think it ran for like 102 episodes so she was quite sad to see the monsters go yeah. um, but getting her own show that she could be the, the lead costumer on was quite good and the fact that she'd she, she's done a lot of shows she'd done Adam 12 she'd done um, oh, what was the other show um, oh I can't remember the name of it really bad without IMDB in front of me I can't <laughs> remember much of anything yeah. even my own productions I was talking to someone yesterday and they said to me do you know what episode that was that you worked on and I was like <laughs> no, no. Um, check out IMDB I'm sure it's partially accurate unless you're looking up the monsters today of right. course where it gets all the guest stars wrong and the episode numbers wrong nobody on IMDB knows anything about the monsters today oh it's <sighs> awful <laughs> it's so frustrating but i think it's because a lot of the at least in the uk press they actually um wrote a lot of the wrong things down so it would mm. say the monsters today starring fred Gwynn and yvonne de carlo yeah. and the tv games and i'm like it's not fred Gwynn and yvonne de carlo so no wonder so many people got angry <laughs> when they tuned in and they saw john chuck because it literally said in the paper that it was someone else yeah um it's, yeah, so frustrating. But um, yeah, like I said about the monsters today, when it came out here, we had a lot of merchandise, and I've got so much of it. I've got boxes of it. Um, I'll start sending you guys some things, um, yeah. you know, to, to share on Patreon and things like that. I'm not precious with it at all. Right. Um, the more we share it, the more people get to know the show oh, and yeah, yeah. know that the actors absolutely loved it. Um, apart from John Shuck was quite vocal about some of the storylines in season three, kind of. Not being very kind to Hillary, um, they literally had her wearing like you know tiny little string vests in season three. It was borderline softcore. Um, <laughs> that's you know, one of the only complaints they had about the show. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I'm glad to hear you guys are enjoying it. Actually, yeah. do you have your top tens? Can I? Are what already for head? Your top ten episodes? Do you have them in your head? Oh jeez, no. <laughs> no. Of just the monsters Same today, or. 
six months till today because oh, I, I tried to work out. That's like half the Matt. season, though. <laughs> Ten episodes would be half the season. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same. I, I think I, what I, I did manage to do. I did. Oh, sorry. I did loosely talk about it on the last episode where I was like, I liked a lot of the episodes where we had kind of like the hallmarky PSA kind of moments where you had the sit down and talks and stuff, but then they w- jumped right back into the humor afterwards. So you weren't ending on this like serious note. You still had your comedy element to take you back out so you could enjoy life and not be like oh gosh i need to yeah. go and like yeah. rescue five dogs from the pound right now or something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no. i think that's one thing that a lot of people connect with when they think of the monsters as a loving family yeah and something i didn't notice till you guys mentioned that um when you were talking about monsters season two mm-hmm. in 66 mm-hmm. um willie is abusive to herman oh, she's yeah. so horrible they, they are like yeah. awful to each other like they're out farting with other people and like yeah. you know herman's checking out all the, the other women they, and like and i'm like they literally have that's an, so not monsters. they literally have the episode where they're both trying to make more money while also flirting <laughs> with each other and they don't know it's each other i'm just like yeah, what are you doing what are you even making more money for if you are willing to flirt with someone else anyways like because the whole idea wasn't it to buy each other a present or something yeah, like that their 150th or something like that anniversary yeah, yeah. so they were like i'm doing- like marlon get off your fucking arse and work you you get two legs as well you can help Be like- you're just standing in this house all day waiting on people climbing in your window and turning into frogs <laughs> Come on, go out and work. You're old enough now. She was in college. She was she was busy, and I mean, really, Marilyn didn't have to work. She could have got money from any guy that came along. Yeah, pretty much she could have. With her, it was always so funny because people didn't think she was attractive. Yeah. Um, you know, like in terms of being a monster, right. but she was so attractive. Beverly Owen, Pat Priest, still, um, Pat Priest is such an attractive lady mm. and such a nice lady as well. Um, Hillary as well. Hillary looks no different now than she did on Monsters Today. She is still stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Um, and, you know, there's this um, trope about Marilyn Monster that she's kind of portrayed in a way that's sort of airheaded in a way. But I think she's quite a conscientious character. Mm-hmm. If you if you really watch the episodes, especially as you go on in Monsters Today, um, season two, they, they kind of go through Marilyn's character a little more. Um, she's back at college. She's studying... Um, you know, she goes to college, high school, college, high school, yeah. you know, the whole thing. Um, but the the one that I did love was um, Joe O'Donnell in um, Monster's Revenge mm-hmm. when she was kind of helping with the police investigation and things like that. Yeah. I yes. think it was, it felt like the 70s, but it was very much in the 80s. Yeah. It was the year I was born, actually, in 81, that movie came out. And I really liked her Marilyn's portrayal of the character. And I thought, yeah, like, Marilyn could solve a crime. She could take a, a mugger. Mm-hmm. She could totally... Like, you know, get the job done. She's not just in the background as the pretty one. It's kind of like a little really Nancy pretty. Drew they gave her. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did like that. I did like that. I, I didn't like how they portrayed her in the first movie, though, because they gave her a lot of... You see where the, the mental issues come in <laughs> play? Yeah. The, the <laughs> because psychological she's damage. psychologically damaged her entire life by her family calling her ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and they really show you like this girl is damaged in this, but then they're making a joke of it at the same time. I'm like, what is going on? This is not the monsters. 
it doesn't age well, does no. it? <laughs> and, and it's because it, it, especially it, now. Yeah, and it's worse too because they had recast it for the movie. She was the only one that was recast yeah. for that specific movie, and when they recast, they cast even younger. So now it's this really younger girl who's just emotionally damaged <laughs> just because of her family saying, Oh, you're ugly. <laughs> you're horrible. Yeah. Even, I mean, my God. even in Rob Zombie's movies where he has like hillbilly murderers, they're not over there calling each other ugly all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the thing because it really does have an effect. And, you know, growing up as one of the kids in at my high school that stood out because I was different. Um, I could identify with the Munsters for being different, you know, the way that in the 60s yeah. show, it was very much about race and yeah, yeah. Dif differences, um, the way that the neighbours responded. And then pretty much in the same way that I suppose Dee Dee Nelson does in Monsters Today, she just, because of how they look, she just does not want to engage with them. And that comes across so awfully. And, you know, Mary, Mary Cadaret is such a lovely person. Mm. It, it took her everything she could to be nasty. Um, and that role, like, um, I agree with Tivish. She was just such a horrible human being, Dee Dee Nelson. But um, with, um, you know, that being explored, you will see more in season two and three of The Munster's Neighbours. Yeah. But okay. something you will notice is the, uh, the attitudes actually start to change. Oh. Mm. It, it's not necessarily brought up in the storylines as such. It's more of a, a sub-narrative, but the neighbours actually start looking beyond what they look like. Right. And actually developing real friendships and real, I mean, episodically, of course, one or two mm. episodes here and there. But the actors and the, the guest stars. Actually, development that we get. That's nice. Yeah. And it's really nice to see that they're not as shocked. I mean, they might sometimes think, oh, that's a dead body in your wall. <laughs> that's interesting, Herman. But they, they, they allow them to explore that. And I think as well, the way that they do Eddie, the changes that he goes through, mm. Marilyn, the changes she goes through. Herman actually goes through some. Um, and Grandpa. Grandpa, by the end of season two, mm. has to learn how to use a computer. He has to learn <laughs> modern things. He has to, you know, dress for golf, which he's not hot keen about because right. Grandpa oh. has one outfit. That's the way it's always been. Um, but the way they do it, it's really, really subtle. And, you know, that's the episodes that a lot of people yeah. think of when they think of Monsters today. And comparing that to the original series, it's very different. Yeah. But if you watch the series one to the next, you actually see the development of the characters and it goes and in a really endearing way. It's mm. it's interesting too to watch these in the light of, you know, the eyes that we have in today's society and today's like how things are really just right in front of your face. They're not very subtle anymore when they put them in movies a lot of the times. Um, yeah. Mostly like mainstream movies anyways. There's still a lot of good movies out there that are very subtle with how they push their narratives and all that. But there's a lot of movies now that just don't do it. So when we go into watching like the monsters or even like old Star Trek, like you go back into yeah. that and you can see these narratives in there. But at the time, this was super subtle for them. We only just yeah. really notice it because it's always it's constantly in our face now. But back then it was subtle. So even in the 60s show, all those elements that they were doing were very subtle little things. And that's why, like you said, like a lot of people probably didn't even know this the toxicity from Marilyn and Herman's relationship by season two of like yeah. her always beating on him or them always like accusing of cheating and all these other things. You and mean Lily? Lily. Yeah. yeah. I said Marilyn, didn't I? Yeah. Lily. Uh, oh, I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, and, it was quite bad to see. And, but they actually, I, I really do appreciate Lee and John mm. 
uh, as Herman and Willie. They might preferred Herman and Willie purely because they loved each other so much. And that only gets yeah. better as the relationship goes on. We actually find out how they met. We actually found out, we see flashbacks of them at school, Ooh. moving into the house. It's so cool yeah. to actually see. We actually see the wedding. Um, we see Eddie being born. Um, all of these things which are part of the monsters, but it's not been quite figured out. It's so great to see you guys. You're going to have a great time with and, it. And I'm You're, really um, curious. Teases are making me want to just go watch it right now. Well, I'm, I'm really <laughs> curious to see, too, how how much of that corresponds closer with Rob's movie in chronological order of like the marriage and all that stuff. And Eddie mm. versus like the original series. Cause like we've talked about it before the mannerisms that Sherry Munzabi used as uh Lily are a lot more closer to the today show than oh, yeah. the original yeah. show. Um, and same with uh, Here Come the Monsters is a lot mm-hmm. more like Sherry Moon Zombies and stuff. And that movie was awesome, too. That that one, I think, has one of the more el- subtle elements of like uh, uh, not not racism, but like uh, foreigners, foreigners mm-hmm. coming into America yeah. and stuff like that and how they're treated. And we've talked we talked about when we watched it, it's like the only people who were being nice to them and weren't acting scared or anything were all people that were minorities at the time. Like you had the Asian Absolutely. guy and the black guy and all these other people of different descents were very like you know they 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 mentioned that they had you know recently come into the country as well too so it's basically the foreigners helping foreigners type storyline and and at the time cuz that one was came, came out in what the early 97? 90s yeah it was right no, after monsters the, today today was ni- uh, early 90s well that this was came more out middle late 90s it came out right after Monsters Today. Well, not right after, but 19... 95, I think. 95, I think it was. 95, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 95, yeah. And then 97, it was the Scary Little Christmas. Yeah. And I know, <laughs> actually, Howard Morton was actually going to be Grandpa in that. Oh, really? They actually cast Howard. Um, but he passed away before okay. they could actually um, mm. do anything with the movie. So um, he'd actually gotten... Uh, ill quite quickly um, passed away quite quickly and they got um, I don't know if you guys know this but Grandpa has a brother um, in Monsters today um, he's mentioned a, a sister yeah. He, he, yeah I know this, the brother comes up but it's supposed to be the same actor who played Grandpa oh, like, Monster in the right. Christmas Twins? one oh yeah Oh. he took the role Wait. so he was friends yeah. with Howard and when he when they heard that Howard passed um, it was actually at Howard's funeral mm-hmm. and Sandy Barron the actor that played Grandpa in that movie he played Yorga in Monsters Today yeah. and they said would you like to come and do it and we'll dedicate it to Howard and that's what they done and they actually invited Howard's family along yeah. um, and as far as I know by that time um, Howard was gay um, and he was an out gay actor he wasn't you know hidden about his sexuality but he wasn't allowed to have his um, partner mm-hmm. at the um, the set in case it caused controversy right. um, so there were a lot of kind of issues around that because of but, it um, being a family I, show and stuff like that I'm assuming yeah yeah, but he managed to get his partner cast in the show twice. Um, professor, um, professor, oh, what was his name? That's awful. The professor that Grandpa goes back to college with, uh-huh. that was his partner oh, really? in real life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was also in the pilot playing the bank teller, so he actually got to be part of the show. That's awesome. That's in awesome. some way. 
which was quite cool. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I was a lot older. And then someone said, yeah, you realise Jack Fletcher and um, Howard Morton were a couple. And I was like, I didn't know that. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think they, that they explains did the same... why they had such good banter back and forth. Yeah. They did the same kind of thing with um, How I Met Your Mother, where Neil Patrick Harris's husband uh, showed up in the show and actually played Robin's uh, like boy toy for a little bit in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? No. And, and I didn't know that either. In How I Met Your Mother, uh, Neil Patrick Harris's actual real husband shows up in the show and he's kind of like this goofy like college kid almost. He likes like a dog almost basically. He plays one of Robin's boyfriends at the time. At the, huh. Yeah. It's so it's so the character is so funny at in there, but then when you realize it's also his real life husband, you're like, oh, and then there's a little inside jokes in there too, so it's even funnier. <laughs> so it's like right, I'm gonna cool. have to keep an eye out for those. Um, <laughs> as well, yeah, but yeah, that's awesome. Um, I the Christmas movie for me was very. Man. We're gonna we're gonna rewatch it this year. Spoilers for everybody. We're gonna rewatch it this year for our Christmas episode, and um and uh talk about it with several other people hope hopefully we can get new people on to talk about it uh frank if you're uh you're welcome if you want to come on and uh talk about the movie Absolutely. um for our christmas episode and uh yeah because i had a lot of issues with that one last year <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if our opinions I did too, but it was it was more the kind of elves and the christmas pudding yeah. thing that i thought <laughs> Have I been smoking crack? This is like oh my gosh. the monster. For oh, drugs I forgot. And they turned Santa into a literal fruitcake. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I brought that up. So, well, how would you rank the five movies, Frank? I'm curious how you how you feel about them. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, because um, nostalgia sometimes plays a part in how you you would rank something. But in terms of in terms of production. In terms of cast, well, just how, in terms uh, of how you enjoy them, um, I think because I only seen Here Come the Monsters more recently, mm-hmm. um, so I've only seen that recently. So that you know, I think the cast are, are amazing. They were so good in the roles; they actually embodied all of the characters. Um, the way that they played them, they picked out all the best things about each way the character had been played reimagined it in a different way and spat it out which was phenomenal um i wasn't as keen on how the cameo was written mm-hmm. i think that could have been done a little better with more of a nod to fred i thought because he was the original herman monster um but it was really good to see the og cast sitting around the table you know together um after all these years seeing them in the same place um you know because who, who doesn't love the original monsters um but I, th- I think in terms of how I would rank them, definitely Monster Go Home, I think, is the one that I remember from being a kid yeah. that I would say is definitely at the top. I would probably then say the Christmas one, mm-hmm. if I just don't watch the part where they turn Fr- Santa into a fruitcake and have the horny elves running around, because <laughs> that was just so strange. Um, I loved... Uh, I f- I f- forgotten his name sam mcmurray um who was herman Mm -hmm. i thought he'd done a great job of invoking the childlike aspect of herman munster i thought he was great um and magnuson as well was great as willie um i can't fault any of the cast at all some of the story could have been better 
Um, but again, what are you going to do? It's a Christmas special. You know, let's not talk about Star Wars Christmas specials. You know, <laughs> let's just, let's just leave that well alone. Same with the Munsters one, but there's there's aspects of them all I enjoy. Um, you know, e- even Rob Zombies, which is more recent, so it doesn't have the nostalgia factor. There's still parts of it I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Robot was born to be Grandpa. That is just, seeing him bring that character to life was so much fun. Yeah, it was just so much fun. He looked like he was having such well, a great he, time doing it. He's also one too. He shared some imagery from when he was a kid, like kind of like yours as Grandpa. He also used to dress up as uh, Dracula, Grandpa, mm-hmm. whatever you want to consider it. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, granted, for the Monsters '60s show that he grew up on, it was Dracula and and uh, Sam Dracula. This is what Vlad Dracula. No. Well, he's both. He's Sam and Vladimir. There's yeah. explanations that come up as okay. well. So he uses he uses a lot of different okay. names. Um, I'm still a, like I said. I'm still under. There's a lot of great guest stars to come yeah. up. So even Grandpa's wife's start making appearances. Ooh, they're so, not buried in the backyard this time. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> or not this Pretending. one. Not this one in particular. Right. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I. Uh, oh shit, where was I going with that? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I done earlier, and then ten minutes later, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what I was going. Right. That was what I was doing." Right. Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted too. I I googled the monsters Christmas, and our video actually pops up on the first page. Ooh. That's awesome. Ooh. Um, shit, what was I gonna say? I don't even remember, guys. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm. Was it about a fruitcake? Maybe about a fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have to explain that kind of joke. At least I thought it was a joke in the movie to Tivis. And that was uh, interesting because I was like, am I going to offend people by <laughs> stating this? But I'm like, my brother would have laughed, so I could say it, right? I wasn't sure. And You never know what you can and can't say these days. So <laughs> it's always tough. Um, Especially when it the monsters like right. i said because that scene with the fruitcake um i had a vhs copy of that movie um and around the time when santa was on the table and he was bouncing up and down <laughs> and all the eggnog was dripping <laughs> over it um and that crazy lady that played uh, edna dimwitty was pulling all the faces um at that part in the tape the tape got caught up in the machine heads <laughs> So anytime I rewatched it after that, it was way in slow motion. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. And it was it made it even more creepy and almost, dare I say, sexual in a way. It was awful. Um, you know, God forgive me for saying this, but um it, it just it really did make me feel so sick watching There's that. There's a lot part. of innuendos so in the movie though, already. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, the bikers. watching it in slow motion, don't do that. The bikers, the elves themselves, they don't even do innuendos. They just freaking say yeah, it out little... right out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to rewatch <laughs> this horrible movie. <laughs> oh. You know, I'll need to connect you guys with the the, the elves because um, I interviewed them for my website way back in the day, back in 2004, I think yeah. it was, um, my Monsters website, because I had the Monsters website for like 20 years. Um and I interviewed them and they said the behind the scenes was even more gregarious oh, than geez. the actual film came out and it was actually meant to be a little bit more risque than it was yeah. and they're surprised that some of the things that stayed in stayed in when they realised that they were going for a more kids audience because it was an originally intended to be quite um, provocative mm. some of the they actually had a scene with Herman and Willie yeah. with Willie, Willie going upstairs in like a corset 
waiting for Herman. Yeah. Um, so this, this is the movie. Can't imagine what that would be like. I, I, I got to point to this movie whenever people want to shit talk Rob's uh, monsters. I'm like, no, watch this because this is definitely not in the spirit of the monsters. Like Rob's is. It's just different, like you know, stylistic choices that he used versus you know what, yeah. what you guys got. I did like um. And Rob's though at the very end when you're in the that city there, it's kind of reminiscent of like watching Edward Scissorhands, where you have the big dark house at the end yeah. of the street and all the bright colored, perfect lawns and all that crap. Yeah. Of all the complaints about that movie, the one I can actually get behind is I kind of wish we did get more of that house because holy cow, was it awesome? Yeah. Especially yeah, they, it was so good. Especially knowing that they built like that whole front structure, mm-hmm. and they, you clearly see within the shots that there's a lot more built there that they potentially used, but just didn't make it into the cut or what. Um, I, yeah. and I hope I it gets like, recycled in something. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, a lot of people complain about how it like ends with the freeze frame of the episode like that. I'm like. That's literally how every Monsters episode ends ever. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? On a right? yeah. I told Tim it's like a week or two ago. I don't remember which episode it was, but I was like, I, I, whenever I'm doing movies from now on, I'm ending it on a freeze frame. Even if I'm <laughs> editing someone else's movie, it's getting ed- ended on a freeze frame, <laughs> and they're just gonna have to deal. Like, <laughs> you need to get them to do something really energetic, like they've done in Power Rangers. Power Rangers <laughs> like jump or something into the air. You both need to do it at the same time. And yeah. Oh, I, I just I, I'm a huge fan of the Fast and Furious franchise for some reason. Right. <laughs> and I just hope like the very last frame that we see of the 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 franchise once they finally end it whenever they're finished up with these last few movies is just like Vin spinning off and then as the smoke comes up we get a freeze frame and then cut the credits. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I would end that franchise. <laughs> so, Joe, it's funny. I've never seen any of the movies. No? I, I'm so new to the Fast and the yeah. Furious. I, I, I didn't even know it was a thing until the, in my production office they were actually filming the Fast and the Furious. Okay. And I and I turned around one day and I saw the Rock yeah. in my office and I was like, "That's that wrestle <laughs> guy." Like, what's he? And then I seen Vin Diesel at the bottom of the street, yeah. and I was like. Either I'm having a stroke and it's a really powerful stroke, um, or you know they're filming this here. And I went to the office manager and said, "Do we have another production company in the the, the building today?" And they went, "Oh yeah, they're doing the Fast and the Furious Five right. or whatever it was. I'm not sure." And I was like, "Oh wow, they actually filmed it in Glasgow." Um, and then so for the next five days, I kind of just hung around the office hoping to bump into someone, yeah. um, and no one came. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> right, that's awesome." Oh. If I bumped into Vin, I'd be asking, where's Riddick? <laughs> I'd be asking for a job <laughs> myself, not where's Riddick. Actually, yeah. Like, I'll wash your car, I'll do it. Vin, let's go and do like 100 triple X movies. Let's go. I'm in. Just bring me back Riddick. Do you want me to be your stand-in for Groot? I am Groot. I am Groot. I, am I have Groot. a, I have a question that kind of, you you have a lot of behind the scenes knowledge, so I'm curious, did they ever try to get any of the original cast as cameos in today? They did. Um, by the time season one had kind of been in mid production, the writer strike had kicked in, so they were on a hiatus, uh-huh. and because all the the writers that were on the staff 
left to do other things. So Lodge Schwartz left. Um, Peter left. Peter Isaacson that played Cousin Gillen wrote a lot of the episodes. So they'd left the show. So because of that, the contracts could be renegotiated. So they looked at all the original contracts and they thought, okay, let's try and bring in um, Butch Patrick um, to be... um, I think it was it Cousin Gill at the time. I can't remember if it was going to be Cousin Gill to do the basketball episode Mm. or another episode like that. And they tried to get Butch, but they couldn't get his agent. They couldn't get his agent at the time. They tried and tried and tried. And then they thought, okay, let's try and get Al on the show to come in as a, you know, as grandpa's brother, maybe something like that. Um, stealthy to, stealthy there, Mike, stealthy. <laughs> i seen it move. Um, but they couldn't get Al either because his schedule was so, I think he was running for governor or something yeah. um, in New York. Yeah. There was yeah. something happening. So they couldn't get him in. And then um, there was another strike for a few weeks and then another hiatus. And then um, Is that why there was a three-week break or a five-week break there? I think so. Okay. Yeah, it was it just so quickly yeah. um, it happened. But then they managed to negotiate things, but they couldn't get the original producers back on board. Mm. So that's when you'll see in the credits. There's a new opening to the show for season two, um, which was um, Bonnie Franklin, the director. Um, she was a, a guest star in the original Monster show, so she came and directed season two. Um, and Arthur Anacharico, who um, was the exec producer, he hired new staff. So he hired in Patricia Fast Palmer and um, Dustin Nelson. There's a real Dustin Nelson, by the way. Um, he's a producer on the show. That's where the character Dustin Nelson came from. Because okay. Hillary had a crush on him. So she had a crush on the real <laughs> Dustin Nelson. Nice. So they, they bullied her about it and made her love interest in the show, Scott Reeves, yeah. Dustin Nelson just to basically take the piss out of her for the rest of her career, <laughs> um, which she thought was quite funny, actually. But, um, yeah, so the, the staff all changed, and then they actually were flooded with requests for guest stars. They had Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I won't tell you the other ones that actually come in the show, because you see it and you're like, oh, my God, how did they get this person? <laughs> um, so they came in as relatives, and um, they had some veteran actors as well from some of the original um horror movies back in the day who actually came in to play similar roles to Ooh. what they'd done in the movies originally. That's cool. Um, lovely horror homages. Yeah. Um, it's official canon that Damien from The Omen is a monster. Um, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. um, you'll see that in an episode, well, there, which is so funny. It's, it's It's kind of makes sense, too, because there's one that one of the movies they had... Um, uh, what was it? The... the Son of uh, Mary, or not Mary. What was the whole oh, crap? Why can why am I blanking on this name? It was basically like the 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 child of Lucifer, um, but they called it son. Whatever her name is, son. Her son. It, it was a freaking okay. movie. What is it, Tivis? Damn it! <laughs> You're acting like this is something I would watch. <laughs> Yes, it is. It should be. Uh, I've been, you know what? I started up my sitcom watch. I've been watching Married with Children and uh, Perfect Strangers. And wasn't Omen? It was Full House. That's the other show. <laughs> I don't know. It's not on here. It's not showing up. All right, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, everyone will know. <laughs> Just go find, watch all the the 
the monster movies, you'll figure that out. <laughs> I think I know the reference you mean. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few family members yeah. that um, actually tie to other franchises, which is quite cool. Um, the Omen being one of them. Um, but I won't give you guys any major spoilers. When you see things, it's, it's the kind of thing that if you're into horror, you'll get the references, um, you know, like with Grandpa having other sisters, other brothers, other relatives. Grandpa's mum actually makes an appearance as oh, well. Oh, really? Which is crazy. Um, yeah, because um, they do a few time travel episodes. He found it. Um, which are crazy, so... Yeah. Fun to watch, but I won't give spoilers. <laughs> it's so hard not to, because so much of it is awesome. We'll have to... It, it was Rosemary's Baby, by the way. Rosemary's, okay. Rosemary's Baby, that's the yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah. I knew what you mean. I speak Mike. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Uh, maybe after we finish season two, we'll get you back on and we can talk more about some of these things that we haven't seen yet. Or before then, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not good at yeah. open secrets. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we get you back on, too, man, like I... I would love to continue talking, but I know my wife is going to start getting annoyed because we well, got to do dinner. Uh, <laughs> um, so before, but, uh, uh, before we get going, I, I want to show a couple more of your images and uh, stuff, but um, I do want to thank you all right now, too, for coming on. And yeah, I yeah. want to get you back on. Like I said, you, you're welcome to come on for the Christmas one if you want. Um, that would be and I know we're going to try and do Rob's movie again, too, for like Halloween. Halloween. Uh, so oh, if you nice. want to come on and just rewatch and talk about that movie, just that movie with us, that'd be awesome. We're going to try and get a couple people on for that one. Uh, hopefully we'll try yep. and do it on, on a different day. So it's earlier for you. Cause I know you're five hours ahead of us. So. Yeah. Oh no, that's fine. Um, you know, this sort of time works for me because, you know, everyone else is usually asleep right. at this time. Um, <laughs> the only the only reason I'm actually um kinda that it works so well is I was saying to Tavis earlier, I'm actually going in for surgery tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So for the next three days I won't be able to speak. So I'm getting everything out now <laughs> about the monsters. Nice. Enough to do me for three right. days and then back to normality. So, okay. Before we get to the images, I want to touch on the fact that you are working on a documentary at this time. Yes. Yes. Um, we're doing a documentary called Our Monster Memories, which um, started production way, way back um, many years ago. But um, at the time, the rights for the monsters was tied up with the Wayans brothers. Um, and there was a lot of um, contractual obligations that the franchise had um and then it passed and then you know they couldn't do anything with it we weren't allowed to touch it and then they said come back in five years and i was like oh god five years is such a long time <laughs> it actually wasn't um so i was like oh wow it's five years i better give universal a ring so got back in touch with the licensing department um spoke to them and said number one can you release this fucking thing in dvd please <laughs> um number two could you um tell me what's happening with this, this documentary yeah. so the plan is to get um cast crew um, from all different versions of monsters um, together um, and actually talk about you know the monsters and pop culture what it means to people the different um, generations that have grown up with different iterations of the monsters and for people to share their monster memories because for some people it's something they used to watch with their grandfather for something some people it's something they used to watch with their mum with other people yeah. with myself I used to watch it with my best friend before he passed so growing up it's so important to so many people in so many different ways. It would be nice just to document that and, you know, see where the franchise could go and see people's predictions for what's to come next. I think there'll be an animated show potentially in the works. That will be sometime cool. Sometime soon. I would, 
I would totally buy into that. I would buy all the merch, Universal. Just take my bank account <laughs> right now. I'll give you. I'll give you the pin. It, just to, let me give me the merch. It, yeah. If they don't have some kind of nod to the monsters at the Universal section that they're building in uh, their uh, theme park <sighs> in Florida, the, the totally missed an opportunity. Some kind of nod. Yeah. Something. Well, I have some gossip. They're actually going to be putting some of the things from Monsters on display. Um, and they're going to be re-kind of building the Universal House of Horrors. So they're actually going to have the organ, um, the doors from the Monsters, some of the costumes oh, that nice. are around. Um, they're going to have, what was it? there was something particular that someone said to me the other day. They said they'll have that. Um, they'll have the miniature from Monsters Today mm-hmm. as well there. Um, they had that at the previous House of Horrors where you could go and see it. But obviously it was taped off and in a glass cube, right. so people like us don't steal it. <laughs> I would literally take it apart and just number all the pieces so I could bring it back in the plane <laughs> and just rebuild it. Um, it was such an impressive model. Um, but yeah, so that's something to look forward to. And I think, you know, the more the fandom, you know, reaches out and says to Universal, hey, we're still yeah. here. We're evolving. There's new fans to the, the movie now, to the franchise because of the movie. Um, you know, it, there's so much life in the monsters. Oh, yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm probably not allowed to say this, but I will say this anyway. Um, if they get me into trouble, they get me into <laughs> trouble. But um, I actually wrote a Broadway production of Monsters mm. that brings together Monsters and Monsters Today with um, modern music. And um, it actually got the blessing of Universal to go ahead um, this was before COVID, and um, Lloyd Schwartz said he would uh, help on the production as well. Um, nice. Lee Merriweather and her daughter were interested in working mm-hmm. on it. Um, Pat Priest had said she would love to do a part, maybe as grandma, um, something like that. So that's um, been shopped around at the moment. We've got some interest. I'm not sure how far it might go, but you know, we're hoping we can get it together because Adam's family on Broadway was a big show. Yeah. That was phenomenal. It was great. Yeah. And with the Adams family being rebooted in so many different ways, you know, it's it's doing the monster franchise and the horror franchise within comedy, um, you know, a great service to let new fans see it. Not everyone likes every iteration of every franchise, but they, you know, it's it's they need to do a crossover with the Wednesday show and have freaking Eddie show up. Just that saying. would be cool. That would be that would be yeah. so cool. No, it will never happen. Did you guys know this? <laughs> Do you guys know about the kind of subgenre of monsters fans that have the Adams family wife swapping with the monsters? No. Jesus mm. Christ, this is oh, no. there, 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 there are so many subgenres that we I'll, have found however. ourselves in um, within the monsters community that there, there are things that I am just like, why, why? Uh, like, yeah, uh, I, 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 I may have potentially started the rumor that Marilyn, Marilyn is a, is a succubus. succubus. <laughs> But that's the um, farthest I went with it, you know. So are you, you guys, guys have to do a t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> a t shirt that says Marilyn is a succubus and just have her with well, you after both- I said it on a couple well, several eight thirty episodes probably. <laughs> um that's when we started seeing it popping up more in groups and people are like, Have you heard this rumor that Marilyn was potentially a succubus? And I'm just like did I do that? <laughs> like all. <laughs> so, did you hear what happened to poor Pat Priest though? What? She, someone threw an egg at her head and said, "You're a succubus," and hit her with it. That's your I fault, know, Mike. It's totally my fault. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I would own that. 
<laughs> are you too familiar with the, the the reality show Wife Swap at all? No. Yes. No. 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 Okay. So yeah, you don't know shit. Stop uh, watching stupid. You brought stuff. that up, and I would actually watch an episode where if they did that show no. where Lily and Marticia swap. You know, is that that the would show? be cool? That would be. Fun. Is that the show where the wives that, swap and basically like put the men in their place? But kind of, they they live the life yeah. of the other person, and then they kind of bring right. new ideas to the family after a certain you, amount of days. It's not the same wife, wife swapping that, you know, the yeah, groups know are talking that's about. that's why I... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're... I'm aware. Tivis is stating it in the right direction. Right. <laughs> Tivis is like, I want to go this way, not the keys in the bowl by the doorway. Like... <laughs> like the Grinch with Jim Carrey? Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so I wanted so to post you had this. images. Yes. Uh, we got this image of you here, Frank. I don't think we showed this one yet. Right here. No. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that. My God. I used to be so Is this thin. like your, your um, Lance Bass impression <laughs> right here? Do you know, I, 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 I do play in a band. <laughs> um, and at that time there, I was in a yeah. boy band. Um, but I can't fucking sing um that's the thing about it you know why was i in a boy band i ask myself that every day um but i'm a drummer as well i play in a yeah. rock band so yeah but the the cd i'm holding um 2004 i think it was no 2005 um just for a laugh i released a halloween compilation cd that included uh the monsters today um theme uh mashed up um and also uh, a track called the monster mm-hmm. beat which is quite hard to get now. I've not been able to find it on any streaming platforms, but um, it's basically an album of Halloween horror songs. And okay. it was amazing. It, the CD sold out um, really quickly. So, um, made a bottle of money from it, and I was not expecting it because I didn't do it as a project. i just done it as a little thing for other fans mm-hmm. um, because we had the record company and people loved it and then uh, we released a Monsters Today board game as well um, unlicensed at the time so it was free um, and again people were like this is amazing and I was like there's so many Monsters fans out there that are they want content they want you know things to do things to buy Universal are you listening are you watching yeah. and that's when I first you, touched with them and said you know we need to do something you should reached out to these guys when they did this CD and got your stuff on there man oh yeah that is such a Isn't good it? CD yeah. oh. now oh. you ha- there's I, saw, I read that the Munsters theme actually has lyrics when it was originally mm-hmm. uh, created there is no possible way for that you have gotten your hands on what these lyrics are, have you? With all your, I do. You know, I have connections. I have it. Yeah. Do you? There's actually yeah. two versions of it. One was released and one wasn't. So there's a there's a kind of PG thirteen one about like ripping children to pieces. <laughs> um, that they kind of got a marker and said, "Yeah, we can't right. do that. Yeah, no." That won't work. Nope, that'll terrify children. That'll get sued. Yeah. Um, the one they released is actually toned down. And it starts, um, if you're walking the street at night, um, then the monsters are going to get you. That's the lyrics <laughs> oh, of it. Which, is that from it, that like, audio that you put on YouTube, Mike? Uh, no. Because I swear I've their, heard that one. That was their LP. That was the um, their, their tour that? basically through their house. That's what that was. God, that sounds so familiar. 
there's a couple mm-hmm. versions of it, and then what they done was they'd done another version of that for Monsters Today. There's actually a version of Monsters Today where, in the opening where they're singing the whole song, the whole way through it from beginning to end. It's just a song. It's just um, not that voiceover. It's, it's the monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. Um, That's awesome. I need. I can't remember the lyrics for the life of me, but um, I've got the on our pilot yeah. script, and within that is the lyrics. I hope when people watch um, the monsters today for the first time, they don't just watch the intro and be like, yeah, I'm done. Because <laughs> it could turn you <laughs> off very fast. Do you know the thing I've noticed though, Mike? Um, on every version that's online, including archive.org, it's only the left channel. Oh yeah. That's playing. Oh. So you're not getting all the instruments. Yeah. So it's not the it's not the complete sound. The only version that exists, I, I believe, on the internet of the Monsters Today theme as it was produced, um, properly produced, is on um, the Monsters Today YouTube channel. I don't think it's my one. I think it's one that someone else set up and they took the video and repurposed it. Mm. But that video, oh my God, I'm trying to think what it would, the, the episode's Vampire Pie and it's split into three sections. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's like part one, part two, part three, that video, and it's got Monsters Today Information Archives, which was my website at the time where the video was hosted. Yeah. That is the only complete version of the song where you can hear all the instruments and it's a totally different song. It's not as synthy. It's a bit more bassy. You can actually hear the bass notes mm-hmm. being played. Um, the drums are different. Um, that's the one that when they announced the cast on stage for every episode, they played and the crowd just went nuts <laughs> because it was the Monsters. Yeah. And they actually they live sang it every episode. The cast actually had microphones and live sang it. We went to sleep many years ago. We woke up with a brand new show for every episode, which to me is just crazy. I'm like, why put yourself through that mm. torture of having to do that every time? Poor John Shock having to do like this. <laughs> um because he's got quite a high voice and having to yeah. go that deep and that low, it's just torture. Um, but I'll, I'll share these files with you guys. Um, awesome. And the the version of the pilot, the on-air pilot that's on archive.org, mm-hmm. that's not the full pilot either. Okay. Um, I think I have the only surviving copy um, on VHS. Um, Lodge Watts actually sent a copy to me, and he sent me all the behind-the-scenes promos and things right. like that that they produced. Um, I'll try and get them uploaded from VHS along with the Al Lewis conversation <laughs> and you guys can put it on the website because I've got so yeah. much here I just need to do something with it okay Sounds appreciate good. it gives us stuff to put on the website because I've been lacking <laughs> you guys have done an amazing job though you're keeping the franchise yeah. alive uh, there is one thing I have been always looking for and that is Munsters fan films and I cannot find many anywhere oh. like i found a couple here and there but they were like two minutes maybe tops each and i just can't i'm like how is it such a franchise that i know has a following just doesn't have a lot of films and especially as you said at the beginning of this you know a lot of the people that are monster fans are also work in the industry and myself at the uh, same, but I'm just like I need to go out and produce a monster short, <laughs> like a short or something, anything. And I'm just like, oh, but I don't have any friends in town, so I'm lame. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually just unlocked a memory in my mind. I remember. Um, do you guys have a brand over in the states called Oxo? O X O, and it's like um, it's like a stock cube thing that you just grind into to make um gravy um or stock for soup that oh, kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. like um, uh, uh like beef 
stuff for Stu and st- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, way back in 2009, um, Oxo commissioned my company to do an advert mm-hmm. for it for UK television. Um, the advert. I don't know if it's online, but I can try and work out a copy. But what we done was we used unlicensed versions of the Monsters, mixed them with a little bit of the Adams family, <laughs> stirred on a little bit of Bewitched, and cooked a broth of some of the best sitcoms from the yeah. 60s, um, and had that family sitting down together to make a meal and come together as a family. So we had um, the grandpa, we had um, Morticia, we had a Herman character. Um, I actually made the headpiece for that. I, still I have think it somewhere. I've seen something um, like this, similar. Somewhere. It, it might be it, on the web. It might be on the web. Only like 60 seconds, I think. Yeah, I've seconds. seen something that was... They're all singing and dancing and eating their spaghetti. Yeah, it was like a combination awful. of random sitcom characters from back in the day and like I was watching because I'm searching the web all the time for Munster stuff all the you know you keyword Munster and you'll find random like the George Lopez skit or something you know or Which all Patrick the yeah. doing Little Caesars yeah oh yeah the Little Caesars ones and uh the, the, the Cheerios commercials and all that fun stuff or or you start to pull up Al Lewis's like uh, uh, was it Crazy Saturdays and stuff like that all that fun stuff so yeah I've seen a lot of stuff and that sounds familiar right there which you were just explaining that's awesome you produced that or yeah yeah I'm also starred on it as well I played one of the bodies hanging off the wall in the background so that's me Um, but it was so much fun the actors had a great time Um, and the kids that were there as well are actually now Monsters fans because of being in the advert Um, all these years later the kids are like 65 Mm. now Um, and they're all like yeah I still watch the Monsters and the Monsters today because of you guys and I'm like we influenced you a little bit in a good way Um, a lot of the monster stuff you were talking about there, Mike, as well, and a lot of the yeah. movies, a lot of them aren't online. There was a purge in 2010 or anything that was monsters related just got ripped yeah. off the web. I have a DVD, though, of a lot of it because um, they actually done a TV special of Desperate Housewives where the cast of Desperate Housewives got sucked into an episode of The uh. Monsters. And it was a promotion for Dove, Dove Soap, I think it was, or <laughs> yeah. something Dove Angel. Um, and it's um, Lynette, I think, was the character from Desperate Housewives that actually is going through. She's talking to Lily, and they actually retrofit her through CGI in episodes right. of The Monsters. Um, and it was like six episodes they made of it. I've got copies yeah. of that. I've also got um, some of the TV specials that where they actually have monsters. Yeah, um, but it's just so hard to I've find. I watched Desperate Housewives. I, I, I don't remember any of that. Oh, it was bumpers. So it was oh, um, just like the, on the oh, during okay. the ad break. It was coming up, coming up as Desperate Housewives, and then you'd see yeah. Lynette. She was talking about the skincare brand thing, and then she was also in front of the TV, and then she was in the monsters. Why are you it's, looking so surprised over there, Tivis? You watched a relevant TV show that's semi-modern. Desperate Housewives isn't modern. That's like ten years old. I said semi. That's what I can say. more. <laughs> what to say? <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm trying to be hip <laughs> for the young people who don't listen to us. <laughs> Do you know the other day I mentioned Desperate Housewives to someone and they said, "Yeah, I think I, my mom used to watch that when I was a kid." And I'm like, "What? What age are you?" Like, that's yeah. new to me. That's a new TV show. I guess I, I, there's just so many TV shows that come out 
constantly that uh, you watch it and then it's old. It's old, old. I mean, like we were watching Desperate Housewives, I guess, when my first kid was born. So that was probably, yeah, because uh, my wife watched it. That and Grey's Anatomy, but we stopped that because it's still going and it's just so much. Grey isn't even oh, is that on still there. Going? Yeah, she's wow. not even on there anymore. <laughs> I'm like, how can you do the show about her the, without her? That was her fucking show. <laughs> So this, we've got a show like that in Scotland as well called Taggart that um has been rebooted. Um, and the main character died in like nineteen eighty nine, and I'm like, how <laughs> how how is this even possible? Yeah, that's um this one. Gotta love TV. Ooh, this one. I, yes, that was the game. Yeah, get. Now, I will get you guys um, some of the... That only shows you the board, but there's all sorts of cards now, and things this, like that go with the game. Was this uh, on the screen for the audio guys? Because Tivis always forgets we have audio people too. There's a Monsters uh, Today board game on there. Was this something that you made or is this something that was manufactured? Uh, this is something we prototyped okay. to show Universal that there was uh, an audience. Right. So they said, look, can you, can you give us some sort of proof of your fandom that you have? Because yeah. I think... At the time, we had 600,000 members. We had a, a Yahoo group uh-huh. chain thing back in the days of Yahoo groups. So we had 600,000 right. members who were all Monsters fans. So um, at midnight on Halloween 2005, I'd done a drop of this to show how many people would download it. And all 600,000 people downloaded yeah. it um, before 6 well, in the morning the next day. So it was fantastic. And then I took that back to Universal and said, there you go. And they still didn't fucking release <laughs> the box set. So, <laughs> but, you know, at least we showed them that there's yeah. a fandom there. So um, all these years later, we're still Keep, pushing just, for it. But the board game... Just um, send them to our show. <laughs> Hopefully they, they're okay with the things that we say sometimes. <laughs> we say? Well, I know two executives from Universal that watch the show there's two executives that watch the show and they're actually keeping an eye on you guys i don't mean in a bad way i mean as in in a good way because they see the potential of the fandom coming together with things like podcasts and you know um fan events and you know q a's online they just see the dollar signs in their head when it comes to merchandise and dvds and if they can make money they will make money so um you know, hopefully that will be just, a step in the right direction. Just, get today released on just DVD. Everybody remember the Monster Cast was the first ever Monsters <laughs> only podcast. Just so we're straight. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There have been other ones. I I, I did find some others before we started on. this. We searched and scoured. Well, I searched and scoured the webs to try and figure out if there was another Monsters podcast before we started to see like what the competition was. And there was like TV podcast that did like an episode on the monsters here and there, but nothing that was like full on. And we did it. Me and uh, Tivis, we were doing our other show that we have and we talked about it. Monsters like popped up one day and then, then next thing you know, we're ordering the monsters things. And I'm like, dude, you want to do this? And it took about a year before we finally started it. Yeah. So, and, and now we're here, what, two years later. So it's freaking awesome. And it's great to have you as a guest on the two year episode too, especially because um, I love this stuff. Uh, like I said, when that we first started, you know, my grandma got me hooked onto the Munsters, the original show. And that's what I knew mm-hmm. of. And doing this show, I found so much more Munsters content. Like I didn't know there was that many Munster movies before or, you know, the Munsters today even existed until I was like Googling images for the first show and was like, Oh, what's what's this? And I gotta find this 
because we're going to be the only motherfuckers mm-hmm. that talk about this. Because <laughs> I was seeing the imagery, I'm like, no one else is going to watch this and just talk about it for like three years. So let's do it. You know, it's so funny because I've been talking about it since I was eight yeah. years old. All of my first home movies were all about yeah. the monsters. All of my first documentaries <laughs> were about the monsters or Ghostbusters or Power Rangers yeah. or various things. And um, just over the years, because of working in the TV industry, I've actually, it's been such a privilege to get to know and work with like the Mighty Morphin Power mm-hmm. Rangers cast or like the people I've met that have worked behind the scenes on Monsters and Monsters Today, um, Doctor Who, various franchises people have worked with. It's It shows you that um, even behind the scenes, because you hear horror stories of some people who just do not love the job or didn't love the gig at the time. And it's so nice to hear people that actually genuinely appreciated the opportunity they genuinely appreciated the show and the scripts and the characters. There's nothing nicer yeah. than that. And despite, you know, there's a lot of toxic fandoms and the monsters can be quite toxic. A lot of people can be quite, you know, well, I yeah. like this version and I like this episode and this isn't canon, that it's, isn't it's, legitimate. That's just sacrilege. It's and I'm interesting like, oh, to see off. too, because you'll get the people in the fandoms, <laughs> including the monsters fandom, as we've seen, that are trying to combat uh, toxic fandoms by being toxic themselves with their ideals. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. um, all right, I guess we're going to be like hypocritical, <laughs> whatever. Clearly none of you guys paid attention to the storylines in the monsters because you wouldn't act like this. No, nope. <laughs> exactly. And you know, it's something that even to this day, um, I still kind of, and I know this sounds absolutely yeah. ridiculous, but um Sometimes it goes through my head. I'm like, what would Grandpa yeah. do? And I'm thinking of something well, really evil I can do to the yeah, Probably create a pill or like something. something really <laughs> Here it is. An asshole pill. Would you like one? Well, well in, in, like, in the state's election year is coming up next year, so Grandpa would try to make another election rigging machine. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh. you know in a way like the, the monsters it's it gets quite dark sometimes especially with grandpa especially howard morton's grandpa gets yeah. quite dark oh my goodness you guys have a lot <laughs> to look forward to but there's a lot of heart um there's some episodes in particular that go into why grandpa is the yeah. way he is which are nice why grandpa is so cantankerous and angry sometimes and it goes into his backstory you actually see him as a youngster mm. Which That's is awesome. great to see. It's so much fun. And um, without giving any spoilers, it just shows you that these characters are relatable in so many ways. They might have monstrous looks. They might look crazy and strange. But they're just mm. like us. And, you know, you need to kind of try and think in a way about the family dynamic, making the world a better place, being a better mm. person. Um, that's the kind of things that, you know, people share the meme of Herman giving that uh, speech yeah. to Eddie. Um that is very much what Monsters Today and a lot of the movies have at their heart is these really good people um, doing really good things, not sometimes turning out mm-hmm. the way they like it, but that's at the heart of the story is family and good people. And I think um, you guys know what you do. You're good people. You're doing a good show. You've got a good product. It's bringing the fandom together. That's exactly the way yeah. it should be. And it's nice. You keep yeah, doing man. it. Well, I appreciate that. We appreciate that so much. Um, oh, yeah. But unfortunately... It has been about two hours, and we gotta go. I apologize so much, Frank. It has been great having you Listen, on, man. Um, if, oh. if we would, we would keep going. I, I don't know if you watched the uh, Daniel Robeck episode, but 
we kept him as long as we could <laughs> just because we're like, done we're so like well. hey, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. So I will ask you one last thing uh, before we head out of here, because you're you're big monsters fan, but you also work within the industry and everything. So is there anything that's going on right now for you and your professional career and stuff that you want to let people know about that they can try and check out, whether in the States and the uh, UK area, all that fun stuff. So I'm not sure because I know you do TV production as well. So I'm, and you have a, yeah. a company that does a TV channel, correct? Okay. Yes. So we, we done the sort of pilot of the TV channel earlier in mm. the year. Um, and it was a massive success. So we're going to be going international with it. So it'll be available in 52 countries okay. around the world. Um, it'll be available 24-7. It will have Monsters nice. Today on it, which is great. So you'll be able to tune in. Um, the channel is interactive as well. So you'll actually be able to, you know, the way that you guys, people can leave you right. notes and interact with the show. You can do that with our channel as well. Um, you can also get involved in the live road shows. We're actually going to have the Monsters Living Room mm. set touring around the UK potentially the US as well. Um, so you can find out more about okay. that um, if you just go to, I can't remember the website, <laughs> that's awful. If you just type in Bra TV, so it's just B-R-A-W-T-V, Bra mm. TV, Bra is the Scottish word for brilliant, so it just means brilliant TV, um, and you can actually raise a ticket with us to bring back your favourite classic TV shows. So if there's shows out there that you would love to see on TV that you haven't seen so far on commercial television or right. cable or Netflix... You can raise a ticket with us and we, we will help you get the show back on the air. A um, couple of shows we may actually be rebooting as well um, if we get the support behind us that we hope to. So um, the channel is going to start rolling out between now and March. Um, so if you just took, look up Bro TV, you can find awesome. us. And if you want to find out more about the company, you just look up um, Bad Pony Media. That's the company. So it's Bad, B-A-D, P-O-N-Y, Pony mm. Media. Bad Pony Media, we do film tv um we do series drama factual entertainment documentary um we're doing a horror feature film called evening of the dead which is a zombie horror feature film yeah. it's going to be the world's first fully interactive feature film um interactive real world and via the screen so yeah if you're a fan of zombies and horror um yeah awesome, man. Well, appreciate it and again we appreciate you coming on i'm gonna have to get a hold of you we're friends on our personal personal pa Facebook pages, so we'll have to communicate and stuff. Maybe we can do some work together too. Um, I'll fly out Absolutely. that way, give me a little vacation. <laughs> Absolutely, you guys need to come to Scotland. You know, like I said, anyone you know that appreciates monsters or horror, there's some places in Scotland you really yeah. should visit. Um, there's the original castle where um, Bram Stoker. Oh. Yeah. Uh, done some of these latest writing so we have that in the UK we've also got um, Slane's Castle in Aberdeen which is now a venue um, it'd be great to have you guys over there's a lot of yeah, horror man. stuff here you definitely guys would love it, would love it. I, I would probably love it a lot more than Tivis <laughs> uh, I think the Munsters is the most horror I'm going to get Tivis to do um, well I appreciate it again. Thank you, Frank, for coming on. And I'll try and get the links from you too. And we'll put them in the description of the video and awesome. the audio for everybody out there that has been listening. And we hope everyone else out there is listening has appreciated Frank's thing. Uh, if you want, I can put like a, a page for you as well. If people want to follow you or something, either on Instagram or Facebook, one awesome. or two. That would be great. Um, and uh, just send me all those links after we're done with the show and we'll take care of all that. And we, Thank you again, man. I appreciate you so much. And I guess, Tivis, do you have any final words? 
Uh, anyone listening to this, please go check out the YouTube. You gotta see these images. <laughs> yes, definitely go check out the YouTube. All right, Frank, uh, you got any last words to say before we head out? Uh, listen to the Monster Cast because awesome, it's awesome. Man. It's on all podcasters of choice. So, yeah, go find it. Subscribe, like, comment. Tell a friend, yeah. tell an enemy, as Tavis says. Tell your enemy so they have to deal with us. Um, take that off, Tavis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, with that said, guys, uh, again, thank you, Frank. We appreciate you so much. Yes, thank you and, so much. Uh, we will catch you all next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like.